Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello, and welcome to episode number 103 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Trusting God to Transform Us, Part 4. Last week, in accordance with Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, we discussed the difference between conformity to the world and transformation into someone totally different, reflecting the image of Jesus Christ into the world. Now, when you think about a caterpillar and how it struggles from its chrysalis or cocoon, it is necessary for that caterpillar to struggle because by struggling and coming out of the cocoon, it allows that blood to be pushed into the wings so that he is able to fly. If that caterpillar were to be cut out of the cocoon before the struggle and the blood being pushed into his wings, he would not be able to fly and he would not be able to function as designed. So we also will have a struggle and not letting our flesh cause us to be conformed to the world versus living a transformed life. Our flesh is always in conflict with our indwelling spirit that we have from God. And the two oppose one another. And it's going to be that way until we enter into heaven and see our Lord face to face. So we need to understand further how to continue on a path of transformation in the world in which we live. So let's look at Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 a little further. This is what it says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So let's dissect this passage a little further. The word therefore is indicating a key transition in this epistle of Romans written in the Bible. In the first 11 chapters, Paul gave us doctrine, but now in the 12th chapter, he's turning and giving us practical insight on how to live out the doctrine, or in other words, how to live this new transformed life. But we're only going to look at verses 1 and 2 very quickly because of our time. So therefore, there's a transition now. I beseech you, Paul, when he says, I beseech you, it's the Greek word parakaleo, and it describes that he's urging and encouraging us to do something because of the mercies of God. You see, 
Mercy has to do with not receiving the punishment that we deserve. It refers to God's loving kindness toward us, even while we were yet sinners. The mercies of God are all those good things that we don't deserve, but that we have because of Jesus Christ. So in light of God's mercy, there's something that we need to do. It says that we are to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. The Greek word here is soma, and it refers to the entire person. So it represents more than just what belongs to us, our money or different things. It means the total part of our lives, our plans, our activities. It's the offering of ourselves totally in a spiritual act of worship that we can give to God. Now, it says living sacrifices. The sacrifice we are to make of our bodies, representing our whole person, is a living sacrifice. This is in contrast to the Old Testament sacrifices that were put to death on the altar. And it also describes as believers being dead to sin and alive to God. So a believer's offering of his total life is a living sacrifice to God. And in light of all that God has done for us that we don't deserve, we are to continually offer ourselves to God. Now it goes on and it says, we present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Now holy just means that we're set apart for God. We have been transformed, so we're not to be like we used to be. We are to not represent the world, we're to represent God. And then acceptable, this word means that we are to be pleasing to Him. Because our life is hidden in Christ, we are acceptable to God. Jesus' work on the cross and our place in our faith in that work is what makes us acceptable and pleasing to God. Then it goes on and it says reasonable. Now the Greek word here is logikos and it means spiritual, suggesting that it's a spiritual worship that involves the heart and mind in contrast to physical offerings and sacrifices. So it's talking about a total commitment is our reasonable service. And the reason by why it's reasonable is in this sense. If God's son died for me, then the least that I could do is live for him. We do not come to God with bodies that are slain, but with a spiritual sacrifice of our yielded lives. So we are to offer to him not only our lives, which is reasonable, but our praise, our possession. You know, like I said, everything, all that represents us. And then it says it's our reasonable service. The Greek word here is latria, and it's commonly referred to as the priestly duties that used to be done in the temple. We do not operate in a physical temple. We offer ourselves because God has made us a holy priesthood. So Paul is encouraging us to look at our entire Christian lives as acts of worship. It's not just what we do on Sunday in a church building that gives worth to God, but what God and the world sees in us every day and every moment of the week. So now it goes on and it says that 
Not only are we to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service, but it says, and be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Here is the key. We are transformed by the renewing of our minds. Well, how are our minds renewed? Well, I wrote a whole book on this, Becoming Transformed, but I want to at least give you four ways in which our minds are renewed. The way that our minds are renewed is, first of all, by getting in the Word of God and studying His Word and making His Word a priority in our lives. And you can look at 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. The second way in which we can renew our minds is to be instructed by the Holy Spirit. And you can look at Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 17, which helps us to know that we must obey when the Holy Spirit is prompting us. He is going to guide us in a way that is going to be contrary to the world. But if we listen and obey the Holy Spirit, we will see our minds renewed. And then... Thirdly, we're no longer to conform to the world. You can look at 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 to 17, because anyone that loves the world is an enemy toward the Lord. Now, it doesn't mean that we're to not live in the world. I explained that in the last podcast. But the world and its desires are going to pass away. But the person who does the will of God is going to live forever. So our minds are renewed as we no longer conform or take on the shape of the world, but that we learn who God is and who Jesus Christ is, and we become more like them. Another way in which our minds are renewed is by daily obeying God's truth. And you can look at Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 to 13. But if we will obey God's word and we allow God's word to work in us, we are going to see that we are going to think more like Christ. We're going to make decisions more like Him. And so therefore, our thoughts, which lead into our behavior, are going to reflect more of God, and we're going to see that we're becoming more and more like Him. Oh, there's so much more that I could share on this, but our time is really out. But let me read Romans 12, 1 and 2 again. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's the key. That is the key. We renewed by getting into God's Word, making it a priority, allowing the Holy Spirit to instruct us and guide us, not listening to the world, but listening more to God, no longer being conformed to the world, and daily, daily obeying and allowing the truth of God to shape us and not what we ourselves think or what anyone else thinks. So it goes on, it says, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And when our minds are renewed and we are walking in this transformation, people are going to look at us and they're going to see that God's way is good. It's more acceptable and it's perfect compared to anything that the world can offer. 
Well, I pray that you have enjoyed this month's topic on trusting God to transform us because really it's a work of trust. He is going to do it as long as we yield ourselves and cooperate with the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So plan to be with us next week and smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.